0: you. Maybe you did that.
1: Welcome to the Oh Yeah Podcast with your boy Mr. Oh Yeah, Detroit's number one ambassador. Appreciate you joining us for another episode of Real Stories from Real People. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Welcome everybody here. You're now joining in with us with the Oh Yeah podcast. I am your host, Mr. Oh Yeah. And every Wednesday here at Flood's Bar and Grill, we have the All Industry Connect as you see what's going on out there. So we appreciate y'all coming out. Oh yeah. But tonight we got a There we go. Come on, huh? Tonight we got a little gift for y'all though. We want to always at the Oh Yeah podcast celebrate positivity. And tonight we got an author from Detroit, black woman who killing the game, y'all. She killing the game with this one, y'all. I'm single, not sorry, Miss Jennifer Payne. Yes, yes. Now tonight we gonna have a little discussion about the book and how it relates to each and every one of us, okay? Now, the Oh Yeah podcast is about real stories about real people. So I'm going to need y'all to be real, too, because y'all look like some real people in here. And y'all can share y'all stories as well. All right? Now, just for a second, I'm going to pass the mic to Ms. Payne so she can tell y'all a little bit about this book. Okay?
2: Hello. Hello. Thank y'all hey. for coming out. <laughs> so i am just tell you a little bit about the, sto- the book. Um, it kicks off with the main character, Ava. Ava just turned 40. And in that moment of turning 40, she realized that she wasn't married, she doesn't have children, she doesn't even have a potential boo in sight. So Ava starts second-guessing some of her decisions because she's in a high-profile career. She's in marketing and, and she has her own business, so she's very she's extremely successful. But she starts second-guessing some of her decisions, like. Has she taken the right path? Has she made the right decision? Because now she's 40 with no children, never been married, no husband, no potential boo in sight. And so in writing this book and in, in having the character Ava, I realized that there were a lot of women, there are a lot of women out there. It's like when they reach that certain age, whether it be 35, whether it be 40, they start letting societal views, family pressures, creep inside of their mind and their way of thinking, and they feel like a failure. I've had some women to say that, like they felt like a failure because they weren't married, because they didn't have children, or because they didn't have more children. Um, and so that's how the book ke- kicks off with Ava, and then it goes into her four best friends and some of the drama that takes place in their life. Um, it, it, we do cover married people, so this is just not a single, Um, Woman's book. It's not a male bashing book, but it's a real life. It covers five women's journey. Um, And like I said, two are married. But I want to pose the question of how many women, and you know, I've had this conversation with you, how many women here do feel like that or have felt like that where you feel pressured to be married or to be in a relationship? Because I know a lot of women enter into a relationship just to say that they have a man. But knowing doggone well, they should not be with that man. So is there anyone here who's courageous enough to raise your hand to say, yeah, I have felt like that when I, I, met a, I got to a certain age of not having, being with someone, not having children?
1: Maybe I'm going to come back here to you because I don't know if we really heard you, and we got to get this out because you seem like you real enough to tell this story. Hey, good people, come on here. Oh, yeah, podcast. I also want to introduce the rest of the panel up there, Mr. T- Terrence Wheeler from the Wheeler Foundation, who's going to join in. Wheeler, Wheeler up at the front. That was my son's name. Uh-oh, Wheeler. uh-oh. And we also have, Miss. <laughs> is that your son? You sure? Uh-oh, she coming to see you. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did we cover that? We good? We're good? Not baby daddy? Okay. Well that's Pilar Dokes. Do do, do do anybody got Pilar baby up here? All right. Go ahead and say what you said, though, ma'am. I was
3: saying in the past that I used to feel like that, that I needed to be with someone because I was single for so long. But knowing deep in my heart that I really wasn't about this gentleman because he wasn't in my class, he wasn't on my level, but just to say that I had somebody, you know, but.
1: That's what you was ready to do? Yeah. And it didn't work out? You no, know,
3: I gave him the book. When I finally got a, something went off in my head, like, what are you doing?
1: Sorry about that.
3: <laughs> Go ahead, say it again. I was saying once something lit up in my mind and said, you know what, what are you doing? You are a black queen, and you're better than this here.
1: (laughs) He wasn't a black king?
2: No. He was a bum, a loser. Uh Uh-oh. So, I mean, honestly, that's what (laughs) the book touches on.
1: Thank you, baby. You know,
2: you do have, you know, some women, and I'm not just going to put it on women, some men too, who want to be in a relationship just for the sake of saying that they're in a relationship. And so the, the goal of this book is really, I was speaking to my ladies to say, listen... Do not let society, do not let family, do not let your friends dictate how you should live your life. If you want to be single, be single. If you want, if you're, if you got a divorce, it's okay. If you want to be married, it's okay. But live the life the way that you want to live it. So that's the whole goal of, of this book. With, with a little bit of drama and funny stories as well, but we'll get into that a little later.
1: <laughs> so. Anybody
4: else can speak to this experience?
2: I will if it's okay.
4: Please. So I recently dated someone. You all hear me okay? My voice does not carry that well. Um, I recently dated someone that I knew would give me stability. He would be loyal to me. He would give me another baby because, call me crazy, I have an 11-year-old and I still want another baby. Um, but there just was no passion. I enjoyed his company. Uh, we had things in common. But just having that person that gives you chills or that you can't live without, he did not give me that. And I could see my life with him, and I would have done it. I would have been settling, and I, I would have been miserable. And we do that, too.
1: Can I ask, was he a good guy, though?
4: He was a good man. Good job, pension, 401K home, a little dog.
1: He just wasn't my husband. Man. So essentially, essentially, he was an Uber, Uber driver. He was safe and sober. He was safe and sober. Uh, he was safe. But, but let me say this though, H. Oftentimes, men feel the same kind of pressure, Jennifer. We get it from our mothers, less than our fathers. The mo- once you become, you get to a certain status, your mother's saying, Where's your wife at? When are you going to start a family? So we get the same pressures. It's not talked about to the masses. But men don't get those pressures from their father. They get it from their mothers. The man had a job. He was willing to take care of you. He took you out and was going to give you some more babies.
2: But he just wasn't He just wasn't what she wanted. Okay. So least, Okay. So while we're on that subject, hold on, Huey, we have to ask. Go ahead. I, and I, I can only speak for the ladies, because I'm a woman, so I'm going to say this. Do you feel us women miss out on our blessing or our opportunity because we're so busy checking the box? Do... do
1: I you, think yes, but you were you asking like the ladies, right? We're so
2: busy checking the box of yeah. he has to be this way, he got to look like this, he got to smell like this, he got to drive this, he got to wear them type of shoes, he got to work here, he got to make this kind of much money. Do we miss out on our potential forever, our soulmate, because we're too busy checking the box.
1: I think y'all do, but.
2: I said I can kick it off to the next.
1: Oh, well, I do, before you do well, that, we, we want to let these ladies on in, too. Come on in here, please. <laughs> and I'm going to say Erica, we, I wish more of you beautiful black women would just go ahead and meet somebody nice if he got a job, if he willing to take care of your kids, right. take you out. These are all good things, but go ahead, Ms. Jennifer but, Payne. But
2: it's good. You make it seem like it's not good if you're single. Right. You make it seem like that I'm not okay. Because right. let's be clear, as an author, I'm single. Yeah. I'm single. Yeah. But you making it seem like it's not okay that I'm single. Right. That, that the only way I'll be complete is if I have a man. Yeah. That's, that's my issue.
1: That's the or issue we're going to have partner. to go over. I'm not going
2: to say man. I should yeah. say the only, like, I'm complete yeah. if I have a partner. Right. But
1: That's usually the way it goes in my life. But go ahead to the next subject. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so in, in, in the book as well, we talk about interracial dating. Yes, we do. Okay. Yeah. So there's a character by the name of Hannah in this book who's white, and her best friends are black, four women. And Hannah's been dating this black guy for a year now, but she never told her other best friends because she got tired of hearing, you know, as you would sit down and, and, and you crack jokes or you're at dinner or whatever, girls' night, her best friends always talked about their ill feelings towards black men dating white women. So she finally came out and, and, and said, like, listen, I've been dating this guy for a year. He ended up proposing to her. And they said, well, how, you know, we're your best friends. You didn't tell us. Like, what, what, what's up? And she said, well, you know, after I've heard you say more than three, four times about how you feel about black men dating white women, is it really a joke anymore? Or is that your true sentiment? So my question is always, I'm speaking to black women, is it an issue when black men date others or is the issue is that when they date others, they have a tendency to put us down in the process.
1: Uh-oh, I got somebody say that's the issue. Can somebody go ahead and speak to that? Don't be scared. You got me to get the mic. I feel
5: that that's the issue. You can do whatever you want to do in life, but you don't have to put others down and demean others to make your stuff look better. Your choice is your choice, but by making someone else look bad does not make your choice look better. That's that's just my opinion. So you can date whoever you want. You can love whoever you want. You know, dating outside your race, I feel, is just like some people dating. You look at somebody and say, hey, oh, she dating that ugly guy or he dating that ugly girl. It's the same thing. I feel like that's outside your league if you're an attractive person.
6: Well, let me ask you this.
1: It, it, does it turn on if the— does it turn on if you deem the brother attractive? Because often, so if Dennis Rodman dating a white girl, you don't have a problem with that. But if Boris Kojo is dating a white girl, you got an issue with that. Is it the level of attractiveness of the black man, the success of the black man? No. You sure? To me, no. no, to you. Uh, to you, yes. I saw you shaking your head.
3: I'm gonna, Yes, it matters. So if I see Idris Elba dating a white girl, I'm going to be, like, shady. But also, but also, it's how the man carries himself, right? If he's carrying himself in a pro-black way, and then I see him with Karen, I'm going to be a little shady. I agree with the sister. Date who you want. That ain't none of my business. I date who I want. But I'd be lying if I said I don't feel some kind of way.
1: So thank you for being honest. (laughs) Can I be be pro-black and date a white girl? No. No. Why can't I? I still love my people. I just fell in love with somebody that looked different. Okay. Okay.
3: Martin Luther King apparently was running around with a white woman.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You ain't
3: never met
7: Martin Luther the King. Don't, don't curse you, don't you Dr.
1: Martin Luther, Luther King in this conversation. In here, nah. Nah. We can don't talk about a lot of things, Martin but Martin don't do that King. to King. Don't nah. you do that. Don't do that to Martin Luther That's King. That's Martin nah. Jackson. Don't you do that. Nah, wait a minute now. Nah. You sure? Halle Berry Fonte married a white woman, Sidney
4: Poitier. Were you attracted to Sidney
1: Poitier? You were not attracted to Sidney Poitier. You not attracted to Sidney
4: to
3: Sydney Portier. <laughs> my mom uh, was. Uh, okay. my,
1: my so kid the, kid boy, the question is this.
5: <laughs>
7: my
1: point is, Does he Yeah. <laughs> okay. But when you see an I, athlete, I don't know about that. when you see a well-paid athlete or a well-paid entertainer, if Idris Elba came in here with a skinny white girl, you got a problem with that. Hold on, she got a problem with it. I know that he's married to a lovely black woman. I feel, I feel Where you going? <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate you ladies being honest because I think we all can feel a type of way. What about black woman you know? being submissive and the white woman? Oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. Are we there yet?
4: <laughs> Wait Are we there yet? Wait. Did we are we skip? there yet? Did we skip it? Did we
1: skip?
6: Okay. Go ahead, Pilar.
4: So black women being submissive, I think part of that is how you are raised and how you're brought up. When I was eight years old, on Sundays, I ironed my father's work shirts for the week. When I was 13 years old to 16 years old, I learned how to cook everything my mother cooked. So being submissive, I think some of that starts at home. Some of it is the environment, some of that is their peer group, some of that is what they're exposed to. But I 100% believe black women are submissive so their husbands.
2: Hold on. Hold Are on. you? I'm sorry.
1: Uh-oh. Go ahead, Miss Payne.
2: Define submissive to me, go ahead, go ahead. Terrence. Define <laughs> define because I'm having
1: the word. See, the word bothers you. The word bothers you. It, submissive does not mean you don't have a voice. It just means I heard you. Listen, here's what bothers me, H. I heard you in the bedroom. Just because you got these degrees. I don't need to hear the same thing seven different ways. I heard you in the bedroom. Come on. Now you didn't follow me in the in the living room. Come on. Now your ass all the way in the garage. Come on. Tell me the same thing. Same, same different stuff. ways. Get up off of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we do know you. We all family here. Come on, tell me, yo, did you say it three times?
4: I said, but then he should have did it after the first time I said it. Then it wouldn't require a second or a third time. I repeated it because it wasn't done yet.
1: Wouldn't that be the opposite of submission? <laughs> Uh-oh, I gotta go wow. to the back.
5: They, they got
1: you got <laughs> I gotta got go room. to the back. Where's the submissive woman back here? I got to ask. Uh-oh, here we go.
5: If I got to be submissive, baby, my paycheck is mine, right? Cause I ain't your partner and I'm not your roommate. So while I'm being submissive and I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm sucking, I'm fucking, I'm doing everything that you asked you me hard. to do. <laughs> You heard what I said? You heard what I said? I'm doing everything you asked me to do, baby, cuz I'm grown. Everything. Everything. Baby, I don't mess with that baby. I don't even know how to I don't even know how to cook a fish stick. But what I'm saying to you is, now, when I do all that, you looking for me to come in here and give you my paycheck? Nigga, please.
0: Keep your paycheck. Yeah. Oh, no. oh, no. oh. Yeah, listen. Mic check, mic check. One two, one two. I'm the king by Divine Right. Mic check, one two, one two, one two. Y'all are missing. Hold on,
1: y'all. Hold on. Let me see. Hold on, y'all. Hold on, y'all. Miss Payne, this how you always get it started in here. Hold on, Miss Payne. We got one back here,
0: y'all. Come on. Hold on, Kia. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all missing one integral point here because when you talk about interracial relationships, the mandingo mentality that white women have, wanting a black style, a black stud man in their bed with them, they will do what they want to do and need to do to get that Mandingo man, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a whole nother premise to this conversation because as the black woman, even before we were robbed from our natural habitat, we were known for being the every, like we are the backbone of even this country where we were, were integrated without our will. But back then, like the strength that comes from us sometimes is overpowering for a weak man. But he's still a mandingo in the eyes of a white woman. So, So there's a niche right there for him to be satisfied fully by a Caucasian woman. God bless them. But for me and the sisters that I roll with, We need a strong, sit your ass down and shut the fuck up and make my dinner (laughs) type of nigga. I'm just saying, that's what I need, that's what I need. Wait a minute,
1: (laughs) T. Wheeler, T, they just talking. So are you telling me, excuse me miss, are you telling me the black woman don't look for a Mandingo man?
0: Uh (laughs) Our natural attraction is towards a strong, willed, domineering, not controlling in a negative sense, but taking care of the house. Yes.
1: Absolutely. Well, then bingo. You should be ready to submit then. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry, Jennifer, you didn't got in this interracial deal. Uh, Did we cover all this? Because we got one more here. Come on. Oh, go
6: ahead. Come on.
1: Come on up here. We got to get you on camera. Okay, That's fine. That's
6: fine. Only because when you allow somebody to live in their truth, it goes without saying. There's really no stimulations when you love somebody. Conditionally, unconditionally, there's a difference. You know what I'm saying? So when you go to talking about being submissive, in this day and age, them words don't even mean what they used to. You know what I'm saying? They don't. You can ask anyone any person in here, what do you mean by being submissive? Your definition is totally different than mine. It's not what it used to be. Being submissive is being me, being living in my truth and you best believe if I love you enough, you don't have to tell me what's right from wrong and what to do and what not to do. You're just gonna like do it. You don't. Yeah. You, you don't. About. Uh-huh. To ask Some you things know. you don't have to ask at all. Yeah.
1: I like that black woman. I like that. I like that. We just got to work on her back there. She tripping, T. We're going to get her together, though. I know her backstory, so it's cool. Go ahead, Miss Payne.
2: But I was going to say, submissive, submissiveness goes hand in hand also with, uh, uh, when we talk about man and woman, a man's ability to lead. You can't now. If you if you don't have the ability to lead, I'm not following you. So then that's where they say you lack being submissive. But what happens is you are lacking the ability as a man, you are lacking the ability to lead. Let, let, let's
1: just, just stop talking about them, men. Why we keep talking about loser men? Like, I don't understand why y'all keep bringing that up. But, <laughs> no, let's just not talk, talk about them. the one you don't want them, right?
2: No, you don't. You don't
1: want them, right? Well, it's not fair. Oh. If you're saying he don't have the ability to leave, why are you with him? That's what I don't understand. Okay. Well, he providing what? Yeah, that's what I understand. He if you don't money, feel he has the ability fix, to leave. He's providing money, he fixing shit, yeah. and he's sexing you down. Right. Come on now. That, that,
2: that, Just a
1: little something to leave with. I feel you, though. I feel you. Come on. All right. That ain't the guy you should be with there Yes, ma'am. Somebody got something to say. Uh oh. No, you put it in the right terms. Go ahead.
8: Here we are, realistically speaking. Brother, come here. Let me show you something real quick. What's your name? Terrence. Brother Terrence, come here. Let me, let, let me show you something real quick. <laughs> let me show you something real quick. Just walk forward. This is about being submissive. If we were ever together and your head was cut off and mine was cut off, we're going to do this something. You're going to be God, and I'm going to be you. So when it's time for me to be submissive, I'm gonna look at you and I'm gonna say you're God, right? So I'm gonna be submissive to you. You're not gonna never let nothing happen to me. You know why? Because I have your head now and it's on my body. So you're gonna be submissive to you looking at me. So it's never gonna be a problem, but you can never, ever, 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 ever in your life, not any woman be submissive to one person but God. So if she sees God in you, that's where the submissive come. Well they better see God in me. I like that.
1: Go ahead then. Bingo. Sounds good in theory. Well, oh, hey, she says she got it. Go ahead, Miss Payne. Help us out.
2: Uh, okay.
1: Go ahead and hit us with that, that next topic in the book.
2: That interracial dating, always take it to another level.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh.
2: Okay, we, we, now we're going to take it to a one-night stand.
1: One-night stand. Raise your hand if you had a one-night stand. Oh, Nobody oh, want to yeah. tell their business now, huh? Okay, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. They go raise I should hand. have phrased that differently. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. What am I doing?
2: <laughs> so we're going to talk about the one-night stand in the book. Go ahead, Jennifer. You know, Ava meets someone, and at the age of 40, she decides, you know what, she she's just going to do it. She's going to go to his house the next day. They hook up, have a one-night stand, and, you know, that be that. Now, what I've heard since the release of this book, some women feel like now by the age of 40, they are preserving themselves. Oh, Hold on. I, I said some women, not all. Not all. I said some. Some women feel like they are preserving themselves because along the way they haven't found the right one, so they feel like now, well, maybe they haven't made the right decisions. They haven't done it the right way, so now they want to preserve themselves. I've heard some women say they don't. They're not into the one night stand because it adds to their body count, and they don't want another body. They don't want another count, of, you know, of bodies onto the whatever. I think the body count has a statue of limitations, but that's just me. You, okay, so <laughs> so my question is,
1: we snap by the fingers? age of
2: 40, okay, because age 40 in the book. My question is, by the age of 40, is a one-night stand still considered taboo, hoish, like what does that look like when you, when you hit 40? That's the
1: best. Fellas, what y'all got to say about that? <laughs> go ahead, ma'am. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Paula. I'm sorry. I'm just standing next to her.
3: I'm a bit past 40, about 10 years past 40. Come on now. And it's 2022. Yeah. I consider myself progressive in that. Your business is your business. That's it. You're a consenting adult. You're not hurting anyone, and it's your business. Your body count is your business. Now, there are those who think that, you know, you're supposed to be saved, sanctified, and all that. That's fine. However, your business is your business. And I have a theory, they call them pick me's. Y'all know about the pick me's? Ooh, pick me, pick me. She a hoe? she this, she that. I have a theory that some of us have bought into the fact that if you're a good girl, and you do the good things, then you'll be viewed a certain way. And those good girls who did the good things missed out on some things because they were too busy being good and looking down on somebody else, and they still single. So now, because they single, and they see the girls who wasn't being good girls, they married, maybe divorced, got another husband, and they feel some kind of way. Grown folks do what they want.
1: Okay. Grown folks do what they want. I ain't I'm sorry, miss, you had something to say? I got something to say say
7: about this. What? Okay, first off, one night stand, we all grown, it's your cooch, do what the hell you wanna do with it. It's yours, do what you wanna do with it. And all of this, nigga, if I ain't had your baby, it didn't count. Cause you can't prove this shit. You You can't prove it if it ain't no baby. I don't care what you said. Nigga, get out my face! It didn't happen. Now, nah, that's the only proof. The proof we ever did anything, huh? Now, nah, that now nah, that's all I got to say
1: about that. Well, thank you. Wow. Wow. Hello. Whoa. Is that the new super producer? What's up? If, you, if we didn't have my baby It didn't count wow. We never had sex that Ain't no proof no We never had sex Now is that okay for a man to say that too Okay So if, if your man get caught cheating that a Wait a minute If your man get caught cheating If your man get caught cheating And he ain't had no baby with that girl Can he say it didn't happen Ain't catch her either. <laughs> it wasn't me. I don't know if that's where you were going with this, Miss Payne. But say that again. Okay. We waiting for you, Pilar.
4: So me, me personally, I can't commit to a one night stand because if if I'm not satisfied, then I have an attitude. So I just I I, me. I just I've never been a one night stand type of person because in my Yelp reviews, if it's not top tier, then I'm upset.
1: Your Yelp so reviews?
4: Yes, then I'm upset. Yeah, you. No. Nah. No. Nah. A one night stand, no. A one night stand to me is defined by I go in a bar right now. One of these dudes wants to take me home. I let that happen. That's a one night stand. How will I know that I'm going to be.
1: We've been waiting for you, dog. Go ahead. If, if you date somebody for months and never had sex with them, and the first
0: time you have sex with them, hypothetically, y'all do it, and
4: and you're not satisfied, what was it? You're, how do you know? When, how do you know you're satisfied unless you sampled it? So let me tell you something. <laughs> if I date someone for a period of time. I'm going to know before I sleep with him if I'm going to be satisfied or not. I, I do. I, I'm, speaking I'm speaking for me. I'm speaking for me. I'm speaking for me.
2: She, she going mental. Okay. She, she mental. Yep. Yeah. Now, that's true. Okay. Yeah, because mentally, if she's into him, yeah right It's a difference? It is
4: right. if there. If the chemistry is not there before we even go there, then I'm not going to waste my time.
1: So how many people how many people have been physically or chemically attracted to somebody, then you have sex with them and you realize you're not really aligned.
5: It. Okay.
1: <laughs> she got. Hey, listen. She says she know. She been fortunate. You can't knock her for being fortunate in her choices. So she fortunate Then he do hit and leave. Still a one night stand. <laughs> stand. Still a one night stand. Still a one night stand. You, go, you, you I'm with you, bro. I, I've dated women. I've dated women that say, "Unless we're married, we're not gonna have a baby." Just because you get married, don't mean you're gonna stay married. I don't understand the logic. I feel you. I feel you. We, we're not married no more, so we right. Have a kid together. Right. Right. But you only did this under the pretenses that we got married. Like, it, don't, it don't add up. I understand where you're coming from with it, brother. I still say get married, but hey.
7: You don't, you're not going to stay married.
1: I hope I do. No,
7: you, you, you go into I pray it. I'm doing go into it. into it with that intention. Yeah. yeah.
0: it might not pan out that way. What like, uh, about in 10 years? Are you still
1: mentally satisfied with the connection? He wants to know, this fine gentleman here would like to know, after 10 years of y'all dating, are you still stimulated with this gentleman that you decided to have sex with? Oh, it didn't last 10 years? Oh. Okay. It didn't last. Oh. I guess that's why he's saying you should have just had the one night stand. Uh, <laughs> he said you should have got it out the way, you know? Had your fun and got it out the way, you know? The little sample is what he said, right? Uh, do you take a vote behind that on uh, uh, who's all with one night stands? We at the club, you know? They don't want to answer that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, China.
7: Okay, so this is my question. So you said as if, like, okay, y'all had this one nice thing, and then he gone. What about if I ain't like his ass no more? It might not be he still calling me. No, I don't like you. Mm, You got a choice. You got a choice? Yeah. It's like, no, uh uh-uh, okay, it's over. Don't call me no more. Wow. Get
1: up. It's time to go. So Okay, we got a question for the people. Okay. They want to know why do people still worry about body counts after 40?
2: I want to know that too.
1: I got an answer for it, but I'm going to let you go ahead. <laughs> because some of y'all upside down on that thing. I owe more than what it's worth. Okay. Okay. He just said it matters to him, is what he said. He said it matters to him. But do y'all realize after 40, decreasing in value. Yes. It's equally, equally. Yeah, you're right. Not really equally. You're right. Go ahead, Jennifer. They're not ready for it. That's an entirely different discussion about body counts around here.
2: No, but you know what? It led to the original question because that's what a lot of women feel like. They don't want to add an additional body to that count. Right. So they don't have a one-night stand. Right,
1: right. Right.
2: But I think by the time you hit 40-plus – you shouldn't even be asking me how many people I didn't been with or how many people you didn't been with.
1: Right.
7: You shouldn't even ask that question.
1: Why shouldn't I ask that question? No, no, I'm just saying what Dog said. Dog wanted to know why shouldn't you ask that question when we live in a time. W- Let me get the question out, Ms. Payne. Hold on a second. We still want everybody to be safe. You still want to know that you're dating someone that is, you know, that could be looked at as a respectable woman in the eyes of the public, right? Sometimes women or men get the perception as, you right. That's a hoe. You don't want to be around that one, right? Mm -hmm. So that could be a legitimate question to ask someone, no matter the age. Is that fair? Well, I'm going to tell you. He was asking that.
2: See, that perception is tricky. That whole perception of what somebody else thinks is is, is tricky.
1: But but my question was, is it a safe question to ask if that person, man or woman, cares about that perception? Yeah. That's a safe question. Don't be judgmental now. You can't be judgmental. Okay. We talk about safety, right? Everybody, you know. Yeah. I had a
6: question. You
2: question the, the safety, yeah. Is there a now, difference? Now, safety difference? to me is we both going to the doctor and we getting all our testing together. That's, my, that's safety to me. That's safety. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not. That's at the different age for everybody, of, though. Let me tell you, at the age of 40, I'm not about to ask the guy I'm dating right now how many women you slept with in the past. We uh, all got baggage by the age of 40?
1: But that's your choice. You yeah. can't condemn the person for asking and saying that he's wrong. All lost. I want to know. That's your choice.
2: All I want to know is, is he healthy? If I is know the, the guy cares,
5: I'm okay. going to say two. Only my first high school boyfriend and the guy that I met right before you. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> no, that's the long
6: island. That's the long island. Come on. Come on. You want the truth?
7: That's You're the,
5: not going to uh, tell
7: uh, the truth? you going to say No, that's I why she said you first People paperwork. lie. You <laughs> the paperwork People out.
1: lie. You're right. You're right.
2: Lord have mercy.
1: (laughs) Listen, it's different for everybody. Everybody got the right to live their life the way they choose. And if you want to ask, damn it, ask. Well,
2: I'm going to tell you, if you ask me... Just
1: understand, some women may not like the question.
2: Yeah. There you go. It's going to be a few people left off because it's been a statute of limitations. It's gonna right. be a Wait a minute
1: now it's gonna If be, y'all don't know her It's
2: going to be about <laughs> It's, it's going to be, it's gonna be okay. about a
1: good Hold on Jennifer, I got another statement here
2: I'm sorry One okay. of the queens
1: of floods here
5: Alright, this is my statement Men can sleep with everybody they want to And they a stud Women sleep with five men, they a hoe It's a double standard, it's always been a double standard Sleep with who you want to sleep with Double standard Double standard, double standard.
1: It is a double standard. You're right. It is. I, I live by double standards. You're right. They exist. I'm
2: good. I'm good. I'm good. It is a double
1: standard. It is a double standard. Yes, Thank it is. you. Thank you, Miss Pat. Yes, it is. Appreciate you. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Miss Payne. There's another no, topic.
2: I'm going to let you. That was my third topic. I'm going to let you open it up
1: open it up. Yep.
2: Open it up. To the yep. questions.
1: Uh-oh, please. We got one
0: other statement and we're going to
1: open up the questions to the author.
0: So, in my opinion, it comes down to biology. Right? So, if you if a nick if a man wants to know your body count, a mature question is it no. If he wants to know if you are safe, the mature question is do you, have, or you have, do you have a history of X, Y, Z? Not how many men you slept with. That's, irre- That's his feeding his ego. That has nothing to do with safety or health, right? That's my first comment. My second comment is, and some ladies may disagree with me, but men have an appendage. It's an the external organ. We have a crevice, a internal pocket that has to be protected and cared for gently. And there's a difference. So a man's body count could be way higher than a woman's body count should be, in my opinion. All right with
1: that crevice, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes
0: you want to know why should he speak be- because we give life and life is channeled through our our body yeah. and we have to be more protective and nurturing and careful than
5: She, the
1: question from the back was, why was it okay for a man to have a higher body count than a woman? She responded with that she believed because you carry life, and the care of that should be different. I would, I'm sorry?
5: And we giving it. You're right. Simple terms. Simple terms. Simple terms. You know, I don't know how to put things in a nice, eloquent way. Versus taking things internally versus putting things externally. They're externally shooting things out it's like spreading the seed is versus taking things inside your body. You you're taking more by inserting someone into your you're taking more in than they're giving out. So therefore being more protected. That that's what she's saying. And the difference the difference the difference she's saying is why is it more valuable for the man
1: we just saying what they're saying, not me. Yeah, you want know, I know what I'm saying. Right, right. We're good. Thank y'all all for participating in this discussion. We want y'all to know and where to go get. I'm single now. Sorry, from Jennifer Payne, uh, and she got some giveaways for you. This is a black. Author, lady, beautiful woman from Detroit. Y'all support her, all right? Y'all clap it up for that. Y'all clap it up for being at All Industry Connect on Wednesdays as well. Let floods. We always want y'all here. We also ask for y'all to check out the o Yeah podcast. I am Mr. Yeah. We always doing something here. But does anybody have questions for the author or any other panelists? Please check out Miss Pilar Dokes with the Four Seasons Event Group, as well as Mr. Terrence Wheeler with the Wheeler Foundation. Y'all be looking out for all of them. Does anybody have any questions in regards to the book, Life, you want to purchase it. That's what I'm talking about. We have some books here available for purchase tonight, and we do got a question here. Go ahead, brother. Will the book will the book be turned into a movie? Ooh, good question. Come on, I gotta get the mic to talk about okay.
2: this. Yes, I've been talking to people about that. It's a TV series. So we yeah. love
1: it. We yeah. love it.
2: Yeah. Y'all also That's check out our
1: sponsor, Candidly Speaking. It's a black oh, another black woman who wants you to have greeting cards that look and feel like you. So, y'all ain't just going to CVS and Hallmark and getting green cards. You're getting green cards from a black woman with our life situations. Y'all check that out. I think we good, right, Ms. Payne? We're going to give away some stuff, y'all. But Super Producer Q, thank you. Thank y'all for checking in with the O-Yeah podcast. And I hope y'all have fun tonight at All Industry Connect, especially the one that's talking right now. <laughs> Holler at your boy.